0: friends, it's Kayla Moran and welcome back to the Let's Get Candid podcast. Happy Thursday, happy November. How's everybody doing? I can't believe we are officially in the home stretch. Two more months and it is going to be a new year and let me just tell you, I have a really good feeling about 2023. I know I said that last year too, going into year 24 and 2022 and I just even more so feel that this year going into year 25 and 2023. I'm so excited to do a year in review and my vision board and talk about my goals and intentions for the new year with you guys in a few weeks like I did last year because I really enjoyed that episode and you guys did too but I've already started thinking a little bit about it because I like to set those intentions around my birthday which is the end of November and kind of get a head start into the new year and not do it in January when everyone's doing it because it's a lot easier to get sidetracked and fall off when there's just this pressure to do it instead of doing it for myself. I don't know if that makes any sense. But anyway, what a month October was. Let me just say I'm really glad it's November. I already in just the two days that it's been November, I've felt such a shift, and. October was just wild for me and you know I was really candid with you guys in my intros the last couple of weeks sharing a little bit what was going on and it meant the world to me to hear feedback from my guests and my audience that they really appreciated my intros and me sharing the realities and the behind the scenes of what's really going on and show that I don't have it all together and that the ups and the downs come in waves and it's all just about trusting the process so I'm really glad that I get to share that with you guys and that it is resonating and you know you feel seen because my goal is always to help others and I'm really glad that I'm doing so but yeah I just I'm really glad October's over Halloween was a lot of fun I was Poison Ivy if you haven't seen my costume head to my Instagram it's linked in the show notes so you can check out my costume I had a lot of fun. I went out with my friend Elizabeth on Friday. We celebrated her new agency, Jude the Agency. It's linked in the show notes as well. And then we went out Friday night, and then we, me and her went out for Halloween as well on Saturday night. And it was so fun. Got to run into some friends, hung out with her friends, and we just had a really great time. Got home at 5 a.m., but you know, it was worth it. It was so worth it. And I'm really glad I dressed up as Poison Ivy that's something I've been wanting to do for years and I finally made it happen because now that I'm back in Miami I can go a little bit sexier with my costumes and it was a lot of fun so already planning next year's but I'll keep it hidden just like I did this time and you're just gonna have to wait and see but yeah November is finally here it's my birthday month I'm turning 25 this year and I have a really good feeling just like I do about this episode. I'm so excited to introduce you to this week's guest, but really fast, let's do a second suite of the week. So my suck of the week is that I am just overwhelmed at work. I'm learning a whole new practice area. I've never once really been interested in litigation and I did clerk in litigation in law school, but I was doing property insurance and this is completely different. This is personal injury and mostly negligence cases and some complex civil litigation civil theft conversion and dealing with police police work and police cases and things like that so it's definitely not at all what I expected or wanted to do but I'm really thankful for the experience but it's just a big an adjustment for me to learn it all because it's like learning a whole new language even though I went to law school for three years and I took the bar exam I know Some, but I don't know a lot, and I knew that that was going to happen. I knew it was going to be an adjustment. I knew that the first few years is always a learning curve, it's part of it. Everyone goes through it, and actually, one of my really good friends today texted me, You know, I think it's tough being a lawyer anywhere, no matter what. If you're in small firm or big law like he is, or you're going off on your own like me, or you know, no matter what, no matter which way you look at it, it's really tough to be a lawyer especially a first year when you don't know anything and you're constantly being told you don't know anything. But I'm really grateful for the support system that I have built and the friends I have who are going through it alongside me and we can talk about it and vent and, you know, give each other pep talks when needed and be shoulders to cry on when needed. And it's been really, really nice to cultivate that group of friends and have a social life. So I think my sweet of the week is that I've really found... A really solid group of people, and a lot of my closest friends don't live in Miami now, which is hard. But I'm so grateful that with everything that happened in October for me and how hard of a month it was for me, just emotionally and mental health wise, and I was very open about that on social media. I had several phone calls, several hour long phone calls with a couple of my friends, a couple of catch up chats in person and it felt really good to know i have that support system and i'm little by little building that support system for myself here in miami you know it's weird growing up here like i know so many people in miami but it's like i'm reintroducing myself into the world and meeting new people and you know because i'm a whole new person i'm a very different person than the person i was when i was going growing up here and going to school here so i have to start all over but i feel like i'm making a really good group of friends I mean it's not a friend group just like a really good circle of people around me you know all individuals but I'm just not a friend group person and that's okay and I really want to talk more about that in a future episode but yeah my sweet of the week is I feel really good about the friendships I'm cultivating and the people in my life and I just feel like I'm October was hard but it really gave me the opportunity to refocus and prioritize what I want and check myself and see if I'm still in alignment with myself and my future vision for me and I know that I am now and I feel like I'm just going to continue getting more and more aligned as I continue to get older and to grow and learn and as I enter age 25 and 2023 which is why I feel really good about it and I'm not one to like swear by astrology but my co-star is always scarily on point like really really scarily on point every time and it's funny because it usually just validates how I'm already feeling and I've been telling my friends you know I feel something coming I feel something coming and I was looking at my co-star last night and I screenshotted it to my friend Jordan who I went on my bar trip in Europe with I'm so grateful for her and we were like holy shit like yeah this is going to be a big year, like it's, it's, I can sense it, I already could before I read it, but then kind of having an insight maybe into what it could be was interesting, so if you've never done that, I don't know how into it you are, or if you like will allow it to, you know, guide you and control you, because that's not healthy, but I think just having it kind of in the back burner, like as a way to be like, hmm, something to think about, think it's really cool and my human design you know I've talked about that as well and I'm really excited for a future episode with someone who reads human design charts for you um but having mine read and being more in tune with my body and my mind and my gut because that's my my authority is my gut I'm sacral learning that about myself my human design has been really really cool so I just think October was a year of learning and I'm really excited to see where November, the end of this year, and the new year take me. And I'm excited to bring you guys along for the ride talking about growing up and growth and figuring out what you want and being in alignment and discovering your passions and building a life for yourself. This week's guest has done all of that and so much more at the tender age of 23. And it's really cool to have a friend like that in my life. You know, I love surrounding myself with people who are ambitious and driven and in alignment and know what they want and go after it and are busy building their own empires because so am I and I want to be surrounded by people like that all day long because I never want to be the smartest in the room. I want to learn from everybody and I want to be surrounded by people that are going to teach me something and are going to encourage me and empower me and lift me up and I feel like I found a really great friend in Geo this week's guest. So I'm really excited to introduce you to Gio Ingleto. She is hails from Brazil, but she's from Miami. She is 23. She is a top real estate agent in Miami with her mom, RGI Realty. Everything's linked in the show notes. They have a Realty company. They have a consulting company that's more design and decor. And they do so many amazing things. I think the properties they show are incredible they have a third business and I linked it all for you guys and she's going to talk a little bit about it and I just I'm really excited for you guys to hear this and how they're going to scale it and continue growing bigger and better in the years to come and Gio is a big part of that and it's cool learning about how she got into real estate and what it's like working with her mom and all the amazing things she has learned about herself along the way so without further ado thank you so much for listening if you like this episode please leave a rating and review please subscribe to the show please follow along share with a friend screenshot tag us as you're listening comment on the latest post what you liked about this episode or any of the past episodes please keep sending me feedback it means so so much thank you guys so much for listening i will talk to you all next week meet geo So Gio, what's something that people wouldn't know about you just from following you?
1: Something they wouldn't know about me. I think that I think I have so many interests that I don't show because now that I have the niche real estate, I tend to focus on that. So I don't like I used to have a food Instagram, which has like died down now. I have a lot of followers, like all my other little passions, I feel like I don't really share them because I'm so focused on that. So I feel like just there's so many other parts of me that I'd love to share, but I don't get to. So I feel like all the other creative sides of me people don't really get to see. And then I'm a super, I like to go out, but I'm also very much a homebody, love my family. And I think all of that obviously I don't particularly show on social media.
0: Yeah. No, that makes a lot of sense. And I think there always has to be a part of us that we keep private just for ourselves because, you know, we do share so much online and there's a lot people don't see of me as well, which is why I love asking that question to everybody because it's curious. I'm always curious to see like what people choose to share and what not to share and like something that, you know, like a little secret. But I think with all the other creative endeavors and passions, like I feel the same way. Like there's so many, actually somebody the other day in a Q and a asked me what I'm passionate about. And I was like listing like 30 things. And I was like, and there's still more like so much more. And I was yeah. like, I just, when I know that I'm passionate about something, I go all into it and it becomes like this big part of me for that season of my life. And like, that's why I've multiple passions because they change over time. Course, and over time. yeah, cause we grow up, we change, we evolve. So I think, it's really cool that you are kind of similar, and I love meeting people like that, and I think it's important yeah. for people our age you know you're twenty three i'm twenty five like to recognize that you can have a lot of different passions, and they don't have to be your yeah, job or your true. career like yeah. you they shouldn't be like, and some people love their job and love what they do every day. you and I are people who are like that, but not everyone is meant to love their job, so you want to have passions and hobbies, of so you can have something to go home to or to do 100%. when you are not at work. And I think people forget that.
1: Yeah, and social media is it's a it's a great tool. So I really use it for the business part of it because it's a great way to like you know of course expose and get out there and meet. I mean, you're just broadening your audience by so much. So I really use it for that. So that's why I like really tried to like fit everything that I post somewhat to be within my brand image. To yeah. speak, you know which is why sometimes of course you need to be personal and I try to be personal like, by per- like personally putting myself in videos and stuff like that so people really see like how I am but I'm not like particularly sharing all of my passions on there so yeah.
0: and it's a hard balance to strike sometimes yeah. I want to share like the more personal like mental health or like, not so much yeah. TMI, but like the more personal side, like dating stories. And like, that's not really the professional yeah. brands that I've been putting out there. And I have to be careful with that, because it doesn't fit into everything else. But that's why kind of my TikTok has become like the more like chaotic version yeah. of my life. And then also having this podcast allows me to like do a weekly update in the intros before oh. the episode and kind of share like, how my week is going. Yeah, if I went on a date, like how would it go. So like, it's also nice having different platforms for different for sure. parts of your life. So do you have,
1: different. yeah. Like each platform you can express differently. So. Exactly,
0: yeah. Do you do anything on TikTok or is the TikTok that you have just business as well? Or do you do you? I do, plan I to do. share more of the- fun creative side of you or you're I mean, just like, I plan business. of
1: it. I, I think of it I try to think of ideas of where I can share a little more TikTok definitely more casual than Instagram I think so on TikTok I do try to put like well even the, the style of the videos I feel like is a little more casual but then I try to put some more like personal things in there too
0: it's just it's a hard balance to strike too yeah. I think for us especially at our age because we're just starting our careers yeah. and we're trying to become these professional versions of ourselves that we've never been. We're figuring out what that means for us, but it's like, we are still young and fun and want to go out with their friends and want to like go out to the club and like take funny, crazy pictures and share that because that's fun too. But it's like, that's just, that's not the only version of ourselves anymore. We're not just going to college tailgates, you know? So I I struggled with that balance. So I'm I love talking to people that are kind of in the similar space, but you've actually been a professional a little bit longer than I have. So can you share how you got into real estate and what it is that you do with your businesses? They're all linked below. So everyone can go follow them and check them out. But can you explain a little bit about how you got into real estate and what you do?
1: Totally. So my mom has been in the business for like 20 like my whole life, like twenty three years, let's say. So I grew up all the time, like, you know, like going with her to a showing and like listening about it. And to be completely honest, from the like from the beginning, I was like, I'm not doing real estate. I'm not gonna get into real estate. Like I don't wanna do what you do. Like you work too much. And I didn't really want to do it, but I always saw like I I grew up seeing, you know, her do it. And then I went off to college, I went to NYU. So I lived in New York for a bit. And then I didn't know what I wanted to study, which at this age, really, I think it's really hard to know what you want to do. Yeah, it is. So like, I didn't know. And I was like, breaking my like my head the whole time. I was like, so what major, but whatever, and then this and that no, but like switch majors, and maybe a minor in this. And then I was like, you know what, maybe I don't need to finish school. At that point, I was also trying to help my mom, trying to give her more time to be a mom with my siblings because she's a single mom. So then I was like, you know, what? why don't I give a pause at school and let me start working with you and I can start helping you. So then she was super open to it. She's like, listen, as long as you're doing something, like you're working and you're being productive, you're not going to like get out of school and do nothing. But if you're doing that. My parents said the
0: same thing when I, so it's funny that, you know, and I think it's important to recognize that college is not necessarily for everyone, but I think everybody should at least give it a shot if they can 100%. and
1: try it out. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. I don't think people, some people don't ever need to go, but I think if you have the opportunity to go, even if it's community college, which are super valuable yeah. and way more affordable, why not? And then you decide from there and don't do it because someone is making you do it because you really want to. And that goes yeah. for what you major in and what you choose to do with your life too. But I digress. I also had a moment of, you know, wanting to leave school and decide, debating like whether this was the right path for me. It came in law school for me, and my parents were like, "If you want to transfer, or you want to transfer home because I went to Tennessee, or if you want to leave law school, like that's fine, we support you, but you are not going to come and do nothing. Like you're going to figure, you're going to be doing, you're going to work, you're going to do something." you're going to have like your own thing going on, maybe start a business, do whatever, but like, you're not going to just sit around and do nothing. So I think it's important to recognize, like, especially for us, like you're from Brazil, me being Latina, like the Hispanic culture of, you know, our parents, like they want this life for you and that your mom was like, okay, I support you, but you're going to have to do something too. And I think that's a really important thing to talk about, but I just wanted to bring that yeah. in.
1: It was like a big decision because I was like, all my friends are in school. Like nobody has really left. Like maybe like two people that I knew, like out of everyone, you know, from high school or whatever. So I was like, am I really doing this? Am I really leaving? And I was like, you know what? Yeah, I, I, it's just in. like, it's telling me like, I think I will be better. So whatever. So I, I took the break. Both of my parents were supportive, mom and dad. And they were like, listen, as long as you're doing something, fine. I eventually, this was like right before COVID. So then I moved back and I was, you know, helping my mom out, whatever. But really, when I moved back from New York, and I was like, back here, that's when I started to really be like, immersed into the real estate, right with her. And I really took it like, of course, I was working with her, but I really take it like, it's mine. And like, now we're growing this together. And now we're a team. And now we're partners. And now it's like, I like, I look back to like, how it was before. And it's just like, I don't know. It's just I look back and that was the best decision I could have made. You know?
0: It's funny growing up, you're like, I never want to do this, you work too much. But it's, you know, I think still works too much. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I think everyone does. But I think growing up seeing that, a little part of you still was like, you know, like that's really cool. Like being a single mom that she works that hard, she's supporting herself, the life that she's given us. I wanna give, you know, I wanna be that. So when you have the opportunity to you know you're like okay like this isn't working for me let me go do this help her out in the meantime and help figure out what I want to do and then you realize actually like this feels right you you did it yeah because you saw her doing it all along but it was more so like it felt right for you it was a sign that that was what you were meant to do all along and you know it takes some time to realize you know that what the one we we become our parents, totally. so whether we like it or not. And like coming to terms with that, which is a big part of being in your twenties as well, but also recognizing like the life path that you have for yourself, isn't always the one that you're meant to go down. And, you know, I thought I wanted to be a corporate lawyer, big shot, New York city, DC lawyer. And I got to the and I was like, I freaking hate this. And yeah. I'm figuring it out what that means for me now. And Actually, it's funny that you went into business with your mom and you built a business as a as a family because something yeah. that my parents and I have talked about a lot is on the side starting to get into real estate investing and building a either a product management company or something along those lines to really start getting into real estate and property management and owning multiple properties as a family. Because yeah. I've always loved real estate. I've always loved interior design and decoration. And I know that you guys do that as well, like the consulting side and that's like always been my mom too like when, when we renovated the house a couple of months ago we were like super excited to go like so pick out stuff yeah. and you know i'm always pinteresting my dream house like I, I just i genuinely love that but that's a passion project for me and it's it's a side thing not like you that it's your main business but you know for people who kind of want to get into that like or you know or are looking for a side hustle you know they they're making all this money now they want to start setting themselves up for the future, building a life for themselves and setting themselves up for later retirement. How do you how do you get into the real estate investment side? And what what does that mean? Like what does that look like? When people say real estate investing, especially in a city like Miami, everyone now is moving down here and that's like a big yeah. topic. What does that mean?
1: Well, okay. Well, there's a lot of different forms of obviously real like real estate investing. I personally like not only do I work, and obviously like the the residential sales and all that stuff of real estate, but as a form of investment, I think it's one of the safest forms investment. Obviously, like if you compare it to the stock market, which is very unstable, maybe somebody else has a stomach for that. That's not really yeah. no. You not know, me. in that sense, real estate's like way more stable, and it's a great investment, really. Um. So, where do you start? So, let's say, I mean, for someone like us that we're young right and sometimes people think that investing in real estate like you need um, a lot of money which I mean sometimes you do but if we're starting on a scale like us like you said we have a lot of incentives as first-time homebuyers we can put up to down like up to three percent down which is really not that much if you look at like a property of I don't know $300,000 then you only need to put 9,000 down. Then a little bit more for like the closing costs, but 9,000, right? So you can start saving up to that. And then the, the first thing I think is like even if you're buying a property for yourself, you're already investing, you're already made, you're, you're buying an asset, you know what I mean? And then eventually you can rent it out or, you know, you can stay there and then buy something else and then you can like still live there and then you're not like paying rent, you're paying towards the equity, and you're paying towards your own asset, you know what I mean? So I think that's To begin with, I think that first people think that really you don't need you don't really need that much down. You can start with three percent. You know what I mean? I think that then on like on a bigger scale, like you said, with your parents, I think you can focus and see like what kind of investing you guys would want to do. Because, of course, you can buy properties and then you can rent them out, which is one thing, which I think is great because you're getting cash flow, which is really good. And also you have a lot of other benefits because which I'll go to in a second. Right. So you can do that. But then also, of course, you can buy properties and then some people like to build and sell and they're in that kind of real estate investing. They're in the business of building and selling. They're not going to hold it. You know what I mean? Like they're not going to be renting it out. Or you can like some people you you buy and they like to, you know, fix it up and flip it. So there's like a few different things that you can do. Real estate, though, I think you need to invest in the long term. So I, I like better more like holding the property and renting it out. Because when you think short term, you're sort of trying to time the market and you can't really time the market. I mean, you can sort of see where it's heading, but like you just never really know. I think you need to see real estate long term. In general, like rule of thumb, it's going to double in 10 years, more or less. You know what I mean? So even if right now, you know, the prices went up so much like, you know, whatever you're, bu- it was really high right now, but let's say you buy it. And then next down, like next year it goes down a little bit and then it goes up a little, but like, you know, slowly over time, it still goes towards an up- upward trend. You know what I mean? So I think it needs to be long-term, number one. Obviously then whatever you're investing in, another tip is like sort of really focus on like, the location right so of course we're here in south florida but here in south florida like there's so many different neighborhoods and stuff and even within those neighborhoods make sure that you know you're not on a busy street or something like that like little things right and of course also not all the homework's going to be on you like hire somebody an agent really who's going to help you and help guide you with all these little things that they know that they can focus on like you know just little things like that
0: no don't be shy about you know, shameless plug, like what do you guys do for that? You're an agent, you, you know, brokerage, yeah. your real estate company that helps people. And then you have a consulting arm and then you have a design arm. How we do. do services like yours help people when getting into this business?
1: Yeah. So we have the brokerage, right. And then because of, all of our clients who would buy things and they would say, you know, we need to, you know, change the floor, we need to build out closets, we need to do curtains, we started doing our GI designs. And then also, we've also done like actual design projects, we've like gone into that. So we also really helped like fixing up a lot of stuff. Well, well for both right for investors and for end users because sometimes too and then we have RGI consulting which is really more of like a repairs company so it's more of like turning over properties like say you had a property rented out and the lease just ended and then your tenant's leaving but he left whatever you need to repaint it you need to fix some stuff so then RGI consulting it's not really a design that's why it's separate. we come in we paint we fix and then we can list the property and everything's like in the it's best working condition whether we're going to rent it again or sell it. So that's how our three companies really go hand in hand. And they do, and they like feed each other. Yeah, they all
0: build on each other.
1: Yeah. But in terms of, I guess, going back to the investing, there are so many benefits because obviously you have the appreciation of the property over time, which is a given. Every single year you can take depreciation on your property. And then you have all those other tax benefits, really. Can
0: you explain a little bit about those tax benefits? Primarily for people in Florida because that's who, that's what we are, where where we are and what you guys primarily do. Are you outside of Florida at all or are you just in South Florida?
1: We're primarily here in South Florida. We're also licensed in New York, although we really are more based.
0: The market is always going to be crazy and there's a lot going on with that right now, but I mean, there always is, but especially right now over the last two years, especially down in South Florida. But being really excited to get involved in it and seeing the value in it. Like now I see it from both sides and it's like, there's so much I want to do in this space. And what you do, I think is so interesting and fascinating. I don't know if I would ever want to do it to that scale, but like on a, like for, on a personal level, like to have it as my investment portfolio, that to me is so interesting and so fun. And I think it's super cool meeting people, that are my age that are into it because we hear of real estate and we hear of the big time developers, the big time companies, the big families that own multi-million dollar properties and like multi-million dollars in properties all over the world. And people who have like multiple vacation homes and like, yeah it's like this big, like, you know, it's like, well, we need to start
1: on our own scale. Yeah,
0: no, but I feel like there's this perception of that it's for the wealthy and that you can't get there. And it's like if you start small, buying and selling, sure. flipping, just having a couple of rental properties that pay their own mortgage and that are passive income once that mortgage is paid down, you know, that gives you so much freedom and flexibility, especially at our age when right now, yeah. you know, I don't know about you, but I live at home. Like I want to buy a property and rent it out. That that rental income is it's paying its own mortgage. And I'm still living at home just letting it pay for itself so then I could use that equity if I ever want to sell fix it up and flip it or I want to move in while I buy another house and you know keep doing that and multiplying little by little there's just so many ways and I think there's so many
1: ways like something also that I really like that I see like some of uh, my friends doing like around our age is like buying like a duplex which I think is super cool or a triplex triplex and then you live in one, fix it up, or whatever, and then rent out the other one. So basically you're getting the rental the rental income. It's paying for itself and you're like living for free, you know, and then eventually you can move out and then rent that one too, and then just keep it and keep it as a, yeah. as, a as an investment property. Um, and I think, I think it's good to start off buying like a property for yourself. And then you can decide, I mean, if you're comfortable living at home, stay at home and then, you know, you could just rent it out and said, which is honestly what I did. I bought an apartment. I was going to move into it. And then I was like, you know what? The rents are really good. I can stay at home for a little yeah. more and have it rented out. That's why, yeah, went. that's
0: why I was like, I like five months ago, I was like, I'm going to, you know, I'm not moving out until I can buy my own property to move out. And I was like, why I can just rent it for so
1: much more and then, right yeah. now,
0: live at home and save money, like literally save more money. And with the duplex, like there's right by my house, there's a bunch of duplex, like a whole community. And I was like, mom, I think we were driving the other day. And I was like, mom, I think like, I might just buy like one of these first, like look to see if any of these are because I also live in a neighborhood where a lot of people are passing away. They're just older. It's an, it, like my neighborhood is turning over where there's kids that have lived. I've never seen kids in this neighborhood until the last five years. It's weird. Um, there's a lot of kids now because all these houses are starting to go up for sale or being flipped because the families, you know, the kids are taking over. Yeah. And it's like these duplexes, like there's a lot of there. there's a lot that could happen here in the next five to eight years. And I was like, I think this yeah. might be where I start. And then I can move on to getting my dream house in Coral Gables or Coconut Grove later. But like, we don't, we can start small. We can build together, you know?
1: You know, like you buy something in a few years, it appreciates and you see if you keep it rented or maybe it's a good time to sell it. Then from that, you know, you know what I mean? And then you just, you keep going and and, and growing, but baby steps. Yeah. (laughs) I think sometimes even I, and I do this every day, I get like, you know, overwhelmed too. And I'm like, oh my God, but it's just like, really, it's like, you don't need to have, so much, like let's start small within yeah. what, what, whatever you can. Yeah,
0: I think it's good to have a vision and goals for yourself, and like 100%. know where you want to be. But yeah. like, I always have to remind also, myself too. Like, and I think you're like this. Like, you have to remind yourself, like it's okay that like, you're gonna be, you're gonna get there. But like, right yeah. where you are right now was good too. Focus on this moment. Like, one of my intentions for this year was to be more present and in the moment. And you know, the year's almost over, and I haven't been. I've been a lot better about it there's a lot more work I could do. And like, that's still going to be my intention for 2023. And, you know, I think, I think you're like that too. It's just like, we, when, I think also living in Miami, it's a very fast paced city, nowhere near as fast as New York, but like, you know, there's just always something to do somewhere to be people to see, like everyone's making moves. It's like, you, you want that. It's an infectious energy and you want to be a part of it. And I think you working in real estate even more so, because you're seeing all these people like get these, amazing properties like the properties that you guys share on Instagram are beautiful like you know you want that life for yourself but it's like no like I'm still I'm not there yet but like not that I won't get there but like I'm not there yet and I'm okay where I am right now exactly. Um, I, I always have to remind myself I push myself that.
1: really hard and, and of course it's great to have goals and be ambitious but then sometimes you're like wait chill like I'm only 23 25 like yeah like it's okay like we're building towards it you know but it's, yeah. it's, it has to be a healthy balance, you know, like yeah, have go after your goals, but also, you know, be realistic and it's okay. Everybody has their timing.
0: Yeah. And I think we also forget that we are that young yeah. and like, there's so much life to live. There's so much. Yeah, like, I'm like lives. 45
1: in my head or something. Oh, same. No,
0: 100% me too. But like, I, I was going to say, like, look back at like, 15 year old you and like would oh, yeah. she think you would be where you are now like how proud of you she would be how far you've come since then I yeah. I actually my my boy little I was in a sorority in college and I had a boy little and today like I was snapchatting him this morning and he sent me a picture I was like oh my god you look like he was like video chatting me and I was like yeah. oh my god you look so grown up like I haven't seen you in four years like you made me yeah. just feel so old and it's like but we look how like we're talking like the things that we're talking about now. There's the things we talked about four years ago. Like, like look how far we've come. Like I really I had this moment today of like, oh my god, I've come so far. I'm so proud of myself. This whole week yeah. I've been like feeling that and like kind of talking about that a lot on social media. And I feel like we forget that you know we've come a really long way to get to where we are right now. Like it's okay to enjoy it. You know, you, like you said, you thought growing up like I would never do what my mom does. I want no part in this. And like look at you now and, and you and your mom are working together. What's it like being a mother-daughter duo and building a company together with her, using her expertise, but kind of you know, yeah. you, your whole thing is a modern take on real estate. And yeah. is that because you've come in or is that like you guys together? Like what's that dynamic of working with your mom?
1: Well, um, we're really, I mean she's been doing it for so long but she was always sort of like very small and very like boutique and now I'm here I'm like no 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 we need to grow (laughs) like let's like let's expand my so your word this year was to be present my year my word this year was expansion so I was like you know we need to grow and of course like I mean although she's she's pretty young I'm young so it's just sort of like that different perspective and take and of course now it's like you know all these things on social media so i'm like super forward on the marketing and but then she's you know so it's like we complement each other really well and i think that's really important when you're working with family like instead of trying to make your your kid well yeah usually it's like you know the parent trying to make your the child more like how they are and i'm not going to say i'm not more like her because i'm very much like her because we spent a lot of time <laughs> together but at the same time Like, she's not forcing me to be her. Like, she acknowledges that I am different and I have different strengths and she has different strengths. So, like, tap into those strengths and maybe you're more like this and you're more like this and then how can we really bring that together? But don't expect me to be, like, just like you because that's just not going to work, you know? I remember once when I was leaving school in New York and somebody was like, but you need to work for, like, a real boss. Like, somebody who's going to, like, Yell at you and make you cry and be hard on you, and I was like, <laughs> I was like, you haven't met my mom. I think I cry more than
0: <laughs> like, like it's like so I, two I, things to that. Two things to that. So one, I always said that no one roasts you more than your own mother, and my 100%. mom is listening to this right now. By the way, uh, she she agrees. I don't know if you heard her. She said a hundred percent. Um like no one literally will roast you worse than your own mom. No. So like no boss, I'm sorry, no boss is going to do anything to me that my mom already has it done. But also yeah. I hate when people are like you have to suffer just as much as I did. Like you have to have a horrible boss, know what it's like. And it's like, no, like, like why why can't I have it good from the beginning? Like it And you can. So, and you can <laughs> and like there, that old mentality drives me nuts. And that's part of why law school and like big law never appealed to me because it's like, no, like I'm going to go off on my own and do it my way. And it's going to be a lot harder, but it's going to be a lot more rewarding and I'm going to enjoy it a lot more. And I think, you know, you could say the same and it's like, yeah, working with my mom is going to have a lot of challenges. Sure. But this feels right for me right now. And who cares if it's not the path that everybody says you should go down because it's not their path. It's yours
1: exactly but that always stuck to me because I was like how funny because on the contrary if anything she's going to be way tougher than some guy or girl whatever who doesn't really care about me you know what I mean if anything she really does care and really wants to like make sure that I whatever do it right if anything you know what I mean because if anything she has way more of my best interests than maybe someone else would you know so it's not I'm not going to say it's not easy because it's pretty easy. I think we work pretty well together and we've learned how to, you know, work with each other. Like, I know her super well. She knows me super well. Like, I already anticipate what she's going to say before she says it. I'm like, I already know what you're thinking. Don't even tell me. Like, I got it. You know, so I think in that sense, like, we, we almost, like, read each other's minds. But we've also had to, like, it, it seems like the work almost doesn't stop, though, because we're just always talking about work. Because we both really like what we're doing. And then we're busy. And then we're just like, like we'll finish at like 8 p.m., 8.30. We'll be sitting on the couch. And it's like dinner. It's like, and I'm, I, I'm like, I need to go home. <laughs> like, you know, and it's just like.
0: At least you moved out now and you have that separation. I just moved out. <laughs> oh, okay, you just. I just
1: moved out in August. So I was living with her. And then it was just like, there's no end to the day, you know. So now it's like, now it's a little more concrete the end. Because I'm like, I actually have to go. Like, I need to cook dinner um but it's good to you know to to, you know we have to we've we respect each other and we do sort of create those boundaries although we do like to talk about work a lot but it's not because we have lack of boundaries we just like it but then sometimes like okay no enough is enough like it's it yeah So, so I think you do like if you're working with family you need to you know have respect for each other and set those boundaries and like I said, I think it's really important to know each other's strengths and really try to tap into both of them and see how you can be even better together rather than trying to make one be more like the other. Yeah, you know?
0: I think that's so valuable and really important too. And I think why you guys complement each other, you know, you when starting a business, like for me, I'm looking at hiring interns right now. And my thing is, you know. I actually was telling my parents this last night, like, I want to be the dumbest in the room. Sometimes I want yeah. you to teach me. I want you to show me, I want to hire for my weaknesses and then I will teach you my strengths. So that, yeah. that you, there are your weaknesses and we will build a team like that together. That is how a team 100%. will grow and work well together because everybody's necessary but if everyone is doing the exact same thing, then that's where that competition it comes in and that's why it gets unhealthy and that's why partnerships don't work out. And you know, I think it's important that you guys recognize you are very similar, but you have key differences and they complement each other. And that's why yeah. you guys work so well together. And it's super, super important in family businesses, but I think that goes for building any business, any team. What has it been like? You know, your word was expansion. Growing a team, I saw that recently you guys have now like four or five people in your team. Like, what has that been like building a team and you know, letting the business really take off and grow? Because now I feel like this is the first year since COVID that we've really,
1: yeah, like the
0: real estate has, especially in Miami, has grown so much. And I feel like now you're stepping out of that like uncertainty and you can really let them figure it out and let the business expand on its own. So, what has that been
1: like? So we really, we're like what? We're like our whole group, I think is like 12 or 13 or something. So we've been like slowly growing, not only the agents, but like also like the marketing team has grown, like before we only had one person. Now we have like four, you know, like on our team, basically. Although, you know, sometimes I have a goal, like I want X amount of people to be working with us. But also what's more important to us is really like making sure that the people who are working with us vibe with us I think that's so important honestly very important because you know you can learn and also like a lot like, like agents like agents you know most know like you know what they're doing or if anything they can learn but it's more importantly like do you personality align with our values you know we're trying to cultivate a culture within our gi that's like positive and happy and it's teamwork and you know we're not competing against each other because although we're all <laughs> agents. It's funny because it's like you know we could all want you know the same listings if anything if anything it's something where you are competing with other people but also working with other people cuz you also need to make the deals work with them but it's just like here we're not competing you know we don't have any competition everybody's always happy for each other everybody's always rooting for each other and it really does feel like a like a like a teamwork you know what i mean and it feels like a little family so for me we've been we've been growing slower than I anticipated but so much stronger you know what I mean and everybody's so solid and everybody's so happy to be part of the team and everybody's so grateful and we're so grateful for them and that to me is like the best like I wouldn't want to have I don't want I don't want to have 30 agents or 30 people whatever that are just like not on that vibe
0: yeah no I I agree I think personality fit and alignment is so important and I and it's funny that you said that because I've kind of been in the last two years but really the last year cultivating my people my environment my surroundings who I want to be around because the energy around yeah. you is it, it make up your energy they say you're the sum of the five people closest to you you yeah. really are and I want I only want to be around people who are aligned and with themselves they're evolving they're growing they are self-aware they look inward they you know they hold themselves accountable they want the best for themselves and the people around them and they're constantly working towards that and yeah. so in the same like that's in my personal life but then also in my team I want to make sure that you know we're also on that level because you know I can you know again hiring for your weaknesses knowing you know delegating building a team you need to be able to be honest with them even if it's not such a fun conversation and you know making sure that they're not going to resent you for it or the way that you say it or the way that they come across isn't hostile or mean it's complimentary and wanting the best for you and I think you know it's really important to have that respect and that the personalities go together because if you don't it's just it's not fun to go into work every day and especially for you guys it is a family company it's a small team you guys mm-hmm. are working really hands-on with each other you're in each other's personal spaces often like that's so so important so I'm really glad you brought that up because that's something yeah, that I it talk could, about
1: because I feel like you know we're very small and you're also starting off so we're really starting from like the ground up so might as well you know like plant those seeds so the trees grow straight you know what I mean like we're not like in a big company where there's a lot of whatever like we can choose really who we're working with
0: yeah you want to pick and choose and like I love that plant the seeds so the trees go straight because as you grow those are the people training the next people and you want them to be good seeds as well and it's going to just keep going outward
1: you know what I mean that trust is also super Important, you know so so I think that to me is really important but we've been growing and to us honestly it's just more getting more people like that if, if you're on that vibe 100% welcome Come, you know yeah but if, not, if there's a hundred other places and and maybe everyone's alive. a everyone's Wait. a realtor nowadays there's a company
0: on every corner like you'll be fine but yeah. yeah for people who want to get into real estate and as an agent and be in the business what are some really good qualities of like? The t- the, not necessarily like, not like, not like to go get a job with you, but like, what do you look for in agents? Like the the, the t- people you like working with, whether it's across another brokerage or, you know, if you're co-listing with somebody or in the community, in your network, like what are the types of things you think make a good agent, a good broker? I think
1: somebody who's honest and transparent because we're here whether we're working a deal together or you're working with us, like we need to be honest. Like we're not trying to like, you know what I mean? And also communicative, somebody who, okay. So if I'm working with another agent on a deal or something like that, or I guess even if they're not working in a deal, but they're say they're going to work with us, it's just like, how are you going to handle something? Because every single real estate transaction and everything, everything, every transaction is different, completely different. So I think that if you're honest, And transparency and then you communicate and you communicate, you know, like with your clients or with your coworkers or whatever. I think that's super important. And I think like a really hard work like like be a hard worker, you know what I mean? Because it's it's not easy. Like you have to be like like a go getter in real estate because people don't just like come and like sit on like come knocking on your door, like, will you list my property or will you please represent Oh yeah. You have to put yourself Um, out there and and like you need to put yourself out there you need to have a good work ethic it's also something where like real estate is very flexible in the sense that we don't have you know a set schedule it's not a nine to five but I think that like I I create structure in my own day because I have to because if not like it's just like oh
0: I'm the same way
1: yeah so it's like you need to have a, a, a good work ethic so it's like you can sit around and like really achieve nothing all day because maybe you have nothing to show and whatever, you know what I mean? So you have to always constantly be going after the next thing. So I think you have to be, you know, hardworking, like a go-getter, you know, be out there, communicate. And I just think being honest is really important because I mean that's the way that I like to do business. You know what I mean? So if somebody's looking to work with me or whatever, obviously I can't control somebody who's, you know, whatever. But if you're gonna be working with me, I think somebody who's who's honest and transparent is really important. Which goes back to trust, right? If you're working with me, I need to be able to trust yeah, you. I don't know. I sort absolutely. of answered like if I'm working with someone else and somebody working with me, but I no, think, I think really, uh, no, I and, think like, that's like, great. You
0: know, yeah, I, I mean, it's like the the thing is like people like I think also, which I wanted to ask you about this, like shows like selling sunset and like that, like they make it look like it's like one way, and like that is not necessarily what real estate is really like. It it can be really collaborative and it seems it like that's, that's more the vibe that you guys have than competition and it's you know you are working together really closely you are working with agents from other brokerages as well sometimes you're meeting all the people you're all like running to each other in a property like you know you want to make sure that you come across respectful and honest and trust- trustworthy and you have a good reputation in the community so it makes sense you want to surround yourself with people like that internally in your team as well so it makes sense like people who work with you and the people you want to work with that makes total sense but yeah can you share a little bit of what like has that affected you guys at all like when those shows started blowing up and you know selling Tampa and I think there's gonna be a Miami show now I don't know like
1: I think there is I think that people think when they see those shows, especially, I mean, they're entertaining. They're, they're, they're fun and they're whatever, made for
0: TV. But, they're drama. They're not supposed but but they're to be a about property
1: shows for a reason, you know? So I think that when people see that, they think that real estate is really easy. And I honestly think that sometimes even when I post things, like maybe people think it's easy, but it's really not. <laughs> it's a lot of hard work. You know what I mean? Like it's not easy to get a client, you know what I mean? And for them to trust you. And it's like some, something that, something that I like like deal with a lot is that people think I'm young I look young people literally think I'm 16 you know I get that too yeah (laughs) so then it's like then it's like you know Mm -hmm. people are like oh my god you look so young whatever it's so easy but it's it's really not so I think those shows I mean they don't they don't really portray like all the actual work that goes behind like the whole process of like getting a client and then like just just every single little detail to close a deal. There's like so many parts that are just like never spoken about in those shows, I think. But I mean, and the thing is it it is easy to get into real estate. I mean, really to get your license is not difficult. Like you can get it. Like I got my license between here and New York, both within like a month. You know, like if you just sit down, do the course for two weeks, pass the state exam like you can pass it. It's really easy. There's no barriers to get into real estate. You don't need a degree or anything. So that's why a lot of people get into it. But then to really do well, it's really hard. But that's what I like that. There, although there's no barriers to get in, there's also no limit as to how much you can do you can yeah. Sell You as much and as much as little as you want. Yeah, like as, it's a business that you um, can really make your own. I love 500, that. 500,000 to 50 million, mm-hmm. you can sell literally whatever. There's no limit. There's nobody stopping you. So that's what excites me about real estate. But I think people think it's a lot easier than it is. Yeah. Especially and, in this market too, that was so good. Like everybody was moving here and everybody was like loving South Florida. I mean, we've been here, but everybody was oh, really- Oh,
0: that's that. a whole other conversation. Two weeks,
1: like Two weeks, I mean, two years. And like just everything was selling. So it also made it, I don't want to say easier, but for maybe people get it. Like a lot of people did get into the business during these last few years because everything was selling, you know, but then you hit a bumpy road and then the market's not so good. And then that's when you have to have a lot of other things going on to be juggling all these different balls and lots of different clients because it's, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's, it's a lot more than what the shows show.
0: Yeah how do you think it has changed you or affected you as a person? Has it, I'm sure it's made you grow up and it's made you a lot more responsible and Not all real? of that, but just working in real estate. Yeah, like being a business owner and putting yourself out there now, how do you think as a person it has affected you in like your personal development and personal growth? Because, you know, like me, like we're all just trying to figure it out. We're trying to build yeah. these businesses and build our, per- our professionalize. lives. So we're also just trying to, you know, make it day by day so how do you think it's affected you
1: I mean I definitely if you were to have seen me three years ago like when I was deciding to leave school to now I think I'm like a completely different person
0: oh I've changed a lot in three years too though. I
1: mean just like my like from my day-to-day structure I'm way more disciplined I'm I'm more confident you know when you're doing something and then you actually start getting good at it <laughs> you actually start like like I I, like I feel now like way more I feel established like people know me now I think you know when I'm working with them like I feel established and that brings confidence so I have gained so much more self-confidence more discipline I'm way more structured obviously this came with a lot of hard work it's not like it came from one day to the next that I was like super structured and I still deal with like I don't want to wake up in the morning and work out like I still need to be like oh same you know I think I'm more creative and I'm thinking of ways of like, how to like, you know, share with the team and how we can grow. And like, what else should we do, like be doing on social? So I'm thinking like way more like big picture about one thing now, rather than before I was just like, I don't know what I'm thinking at all. (laughs) You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. I, I, I agree with all of that. I think that's why I love asking that question because I think until we are, we take time to really reflect on how far we've come and how much we've accomplished and changed and celebrating those small wins we forget to do that because there's always so much to do and it's so go 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 but when you take back a step yeah. back and you look at who you are now and you're like wow like I'm a lot nicer I'm a lot more confident I'm a lot more you know my like said, disciplined you know decisive I know what I want now I know what I deserve I'm I'm really proud of myself that I found something that I love. Like it's a really cool feeling to look back and be like, wow, like I, I I've made it this far. And like, there's so much more I want to do, but I'm really proud of who I am now. Like I was saying earlier. And you know, if you would have met me three years ago, I was a completely different person too. I was not honestly, not a great person. I was, I don't think I
1: was the best either.
0: (laughs) I was, I wasn't. And it, it took, a really rough three years in law school to figure myself out before I was ready to come back to Miami. And, you know, I'm working on establishing my career and, you know, building my brand and building my business. But it's really cool when people are like, oh, like, yeah, I follow you and I love your content or I see this and I love what you're doing and getting to have these conversations on the podcast with other people like that. And, you know, you coming wanting you reaching out to be on my podcast it just it's a testament to my growth and that I have built something really you know and I'm becoming established too and I think that's a really great feeling and my confidence has gone up extremely too and not in a cocky way but just like a yeah I I know who I am and I'm proud of it and like I'm gonna go after what I want because I deserve it and I can and like it comes across in a different way and I think that's really cool
1: yeah and I think one really interesting thing that I I always say like to myself is that also within my job I've realized like how much I really enjoy people. like I really enjoy talking to people and being social like my favorite part of my job is really meeting with the clients and when you connect with them and you talk to them and you're just like like they're really happy that they're like whatever sold their house or they're buying a house or designing their house with us whatever like it's just so nice to really connect with people, talk to them that's one of my favorite, like when I get out of a client meeting and it went so well, like that to me is the most fulfilling thing. And I think before I probably didn't care too much about it, but it's something that I've also really realized that I really do love talking and connecting with people. That's my favorite part of it all. That's another thing I've learned about myself.
0: (laughs) That's a good one. I've also, I've learned that about myself and and that's one, what allowed me to have the podcast and have so many guests on, but it's just fulfilled me in ways I didn't even know I Needed to be fulfilled, getting to have these conversations. So I love that. And I think, I don't know, I just, it's like a breath of fresh air getting to have these conversations with people in a similar place in their life as me. You're yeah. a little bit more established career wise, but, you know, figuring it all out and having right. someone that I can bounce off of and that, you know, I can look to for inspiration and advice when I need it. And, you know, like it, it and to have people in your life that are also going through it with you like it's just it's really nice because I think this is the time in our life where everyone for the first time ever is going off in their own path and it's like you're not you're not speaking to your friends your childhood best friends like every day anymore because you're all in different time zones or different schedules or different lifestyles and like everyone you know some people are getting married and having kids some people are working twenty-four-seven. some people are still in school for another five years like everyone's on their own path but having Building relations with people that are on the same path as you—it's is a—I don't know what the word is, but it's like—I don't want to say it's like a really cool thing, but it is. But like, there has to be a better way, like a more like adult way of saying that. I don't know, but like, I don't know. I just think it's—it's it's really special to be cultivating that.
1: Yeah. I no, and to know that people are really on the same boat, and we didn't even know each other, but it's like we really are, you know. And there's a lot of people like that. Yeah. Um. But I think it's really interesting. It's really cool. You know, there's a lot of us, like adversities of just being, you know, young. And it's also it could be, you know, intimidating having to deal with also a lot of like older people. Or them
0: talking down ben, to you or like, like oh, you're just 16,
1: like thinking I deal with and that doesn't make you very happy.
0: Oh, I deal with it all the time. And as a lawyer, I know I'm going to deal with it even more. I deal with the trade
1: all the time in real estate transactions. And they're not always the nicest.
0: Oh, I literally, yeah, I had a, something happen yesterday. And, and then I had a client earlier the day that was like, you're the attorney. Like, that's amazing. You're so young. Like, I can't like, you know, an, a, an older, like, like Cuban woman, like yeah. she was like, I wish you all the best. So like so many blessings. This is incredible. And I was like, it's so nice when they like nice. appreciate your hustle. Yes. Like that's so cool because sometimes you just get like this other side and it's so not fun. But yeah, there's a lot I of think- adversities we face as mid twenties women, especially yeah. in the workforce that it's, you know, really cool to know that you're, you're building something on your own terms and you're proud of it and you're showing yeah. up as you and the people who get that are going to be a part of it. And the people who don't. Yeah. I'll hold the door open for you. Like, okay, bye.
1: I mean, everything that happens, is just building character and making you stronger. Yeah. So it just bounces off. And then you're like, whatever, you know? Like my
0: mom always says, bañate con vaselina. Like wa- yeah. uh, Like wash yourself with Vaseline so everything rubs off of you. And yeah. I, I used to be like, no, like I'm not gonna let people treat me like that. And like, there's still moments like that, but it's like, also yeah, I'm like, you know what? It's not worth it. It's
1: not worth it. And then you start like, whatever. And then you just start to like, I think- I- not to take it personally or emotionally or answer in a defensive which is what I would have done. And then, oh, I'm same. Like, like, my mom will remind me, she's like, no, 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 don't engage, don't, you know, whatever. Like, just which is hard sometimes because it it's really-, really
0: hard. And it, sometimes it's warranted, and other times you have to just, you know, bite your tongue and it sucks. But yeah, you know, it's really rewarding when you look back and are like, you know what, I've done it all on my own, and all the people said I couldn't, and like, here I am. So who cares? And that's kind of I think where we're both at in our lives, yeah, um, and it's a really cool place to be. What's your last like piece of advice? like what's the best piece of advice you've ever been told, whether it's personal career, relationships like as as a mid twenties girl, like advice to someone who's kind of in this stage of their life as well. What's the best piece of advice you have for them?
1: I think most importantly, dude, I don't think anyone cares really anything. don't really care what people think. I think that if I were to tell like my younger some like my younger self, something, it's like, really don't focus, don't care about like what other people think and really focus on what makes you happy and like loving yourself so that you feel confident in yourself. And I think that's like a great start. Don't focus on the outside noise, focus on yourself, loving yourself. And I think from there, like you have a, a strong base.
0: Yeah, I agree. What are some of the ways that you work on your self-love like routines, like favorite like, you know, like um self-care ritual? Like what is your favorite thing to do to, you know, take a step back from work and social media and like craziness of life and like really like give to yourself?
1: I mean, I really I think I spend time by myself is really good for me, but like You know, going on a walk, listening to some music, spending time alone. And honestly, like I I journal, like I whatever thoughts I have, if I like I put it down, like, you know, whatever about my feelings or about like things that I have to me that's like a moment when I'm alone breath of fresh air nobody else around come back to myself reflect like you say I think reflecting and when you like give that time for yourself to be like oh okay no you're right I've been this far no but like you're doing great (laughs) like honestly like talk to yourself oh same I do you're doing great you're you're killing it whatever like you're doing awesome and, like, remind myself that I really am doing awesome because in the day-to-day, you can get so caught up, like, oh, that was so stupid. I did that. Whatever. And then, like, oh, and then this guy's annoying. And then this whatever. And then the deal's falling through. And then it's like, wait, no. Like, I'm doing great. <laughs> like, yeah. This is just a bad day or whatever. Or you, even if it's a good day, you're doing so great. Take a time. I really just try to take a time for myself. I like to go for walks, connect with nature, and just, like, come back to my center. Be my thoughts. Sometimes journal them out that's how I reconnect to myself, you know? Yeah.
0: I think that's super important. You said earlier, like you love going out with your friends, boyfriend, family, fun, but also like you are a homebody. You like your alone time. And I am 100% the same way. And I stayed up all night last night till 3.30 in the morning reading, because I just needed that for myself. And like I cried, I bawled my ass out, but it was like, I needed that release and I didn't even know I needed it. And it was like, and this morning, like I had a slow morning continuing to take that time for myself. And then now I get to come on and have these calls and meetings. And it's like fulfilling me in a way that I didn't know I needed. And I always say like, for you journaling, for me, therapy is the mic, like being on a mic and my podcast and having these conversations. So each all do it in different ways but yeah taking that time to really reflect and be proud of how far we've come mm-hmm. I think especially this young because there's so much more ahead of us but we've already accomplished so much like it it's really- okay to stop yeah. and enjoy that moment
1: because you know I think and it's it's so easy to put pressure on yourself and say like oh I could have done this and I should have done that and I need to do this and I need to do that and then get so caught up in it but you know, like why why stress yourself you know there's yeah. enough stress and craziness so you just need to like find your 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 balance so that you yeah. can remain sane
0: yeah no couldn't have said it better thank you so much for coming on the podcast where could everybody find you pimp yourself out all of the like different companies I'll link everything so they can oh, follow it
1: you can find us at all the same username throughout I guess pretty much all social media so for RGI Realty that's the brokerage RGI underscore designs for the design RGI Consulting for that and me I'm just Gio (laughs) Ingleto perfect I'll link everything below thank you so much for coming on the podcast so much Kayla